This is Viterbi Voices. Coming to you from the University of Southern California, Viterbi School of Engineering. We're here to give you the inside scoop about research, classes, student life, and so much more. All of these shared from our students, faculty, and other members of our USC community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of the Turby Voices. As usual, I am one of your hosts. My name is Paul Ledesma. I'm the Executive Director of Undergraduate Admission here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering. And hi, everyone. My name is Emily Powis, and I'm a senior studying biomedical engineering. And returning back to our uh, podcast here, a regular on the show, uh, Chris, why don't you reintroduce yourself to the audience? Yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Chris, and I'm currently a senior studying civil engineering with an emphasis in building science from Woodland Hills, California. Awesome. Great. Thanks, Chris. Uh, welcome back. And uh, how, how has your new year been? It was good. I was able to do some traveling and see some family that I haven't seen in a while. So that was nice. And it was very relaxing because I had a pretty busy fall semester. So it was yeah. nice to kind of get some nice R&R. Yeah, nice to exactly. for sure. Absolutely. Well, good. Well, welcome back. And I hope you're doing well. Um, and tell us all about this episode you bring to us today. Yeah, so essentially, it's a kind of a roundtable civil engineering and environmental engineering department discussion, because mm-hmm. uh, even though it's a pretty small department at USC, I feel like it's actually an extremely broad uh, yeah. field that not a lot of people really understand what we do and mm-hmm. what we learn. And I feel like there's so many different um, directions you can take. There's so many different uh, tracks or emphases that you kind of take at USC where you kind of hone in on what you really like and what you really want Mm -hmm. to focus on. And I feel like it was important to kind of have a discussion about uh, what those different emphases uh, learn in their classes and what kind of career paths they have in the future. So I thought it was great to kind of have a discussion between all of them and figure out why people chose them so that if other people can identify with that when they're at USC or even just any other kind of civil engineering major, they can be like, Oh, that's something I want to do in the future and just kind of learn more about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that civil and environmental engineering is often either misunderstood or overlooked. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, commonly, um, reduced down to uh, skyscrapers and bridges. Um, and so <laughs> I agree with that. And, but it's so much more. And I think a lot of the stuff that civil and environmental engineers do is actually the stuff that no one wants to think about, uh, which is a lot of the stuff, like any, anything that you don't see in civilization. <laughs> anything exactly. We, we take, anything we take for granted, right? Anything that has to do with water involves civil and environmental engineers and we all need water. So, I mean, one of the most, uh, I think, important disciplines, of course, all of them are important, but uh, I think it's the thing that uh, we really need to mm-hmm. make sure that students understand a little bit more and make sure that it's an option for students when people are not really knowing what they want to get into. So thank you for bringing mm-hmm. this discussion. Is there anything in particular, uh, you know, before we get started into this whole thing, and then we'll see each other on, on, on the back end of this, is there anything you want to let everybody know, like what they should be thinking about as they're going into this? Like for those that are like really excited about civil and environmental engineering or maybe those that are maybe a little skeptical or not sure what they're going to get out of this? I would say that I think that you should keep an open mind when you 
are entering into the major. Cause I feel like we also notice this a lot when, you know, we talk to prospective students and we do these info sessions that a lot of people, uh, some people don't know what they're getting into when they come into an entering yeah. major. Some people think that they have this really strong idea of like, Oh, this is exactly what I want to do. But I would mm-hmm. say my advice yeah. is to keep an open mind because you can even see it from uh, some of the people I talked to today. That a lot of people started in one emphasis and ended up did not liking it and switching mm-hmm. it to another. And some people even switched uh, two or three times in and out of emphases, because as you take the classes, you start to understand what you develop a passion for. And I feel like you grow so much in college and your passions and what you want to do with your life and career are going to change. Absolutely. And the one thing I do want to note from the, from the outside looking in is that now when you're, if you're a, a prospective high school student, you're looking at our application uh, you're going to hear a lot of talk about emphases, the building science, the structural and um, water resources and the environmental emphasis versus the environmental degree. Really just absorb it as possibilities, but don't worry too much about it right now because those mm-hmm. aren't even on the application. Uh, what you'll see on the application is either a civil engineering degree that says any emphasis or an environmental engineering degree. And, and that's just what you're applying into. It's where you want to start. But you'll note, as Chris just mentioned, students switch between all of these. And the idea of emphases are things that you will start to decide as you start to take classes, as you start to engage a little bit more and start to decide in regards to what you, learn, you actually like it, whether it's right for you. And that's something you're not going to really understand until you get into these courses. So sit back, enjoy this, this, this little journey through civil and environmental engineering, the Sunny Sunny Department, and we'll uh, see you all on the other side. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Turby Voices podcast. My name is Christopher Meany, and today with me, I have Tad, Ashley, Manny, and Elise joining me. And we're going to be discussing the different aspects of the civil and environmental engineering majors at USC. So why don't we start off with introductions from everybody, including major, hometown, and year. Uh, Tad, do you want to start us off? Sure, yeah. So, so my name is Tad. I'm a junior from Ridgefield, Connecticut, and currently I'm in the general track of civil engineering. I can go. Um, I'm Ashley. I'm Ashley. I'm a senior studying environmental engineering, and I'm from Chicago. Hi, everyone. My name is Manny Salgado. I'm a senior studying civil engineering with the emphasis in construction. And my name's Elise Pollack. I'm a senior from Los Angeles studying civil engineering with a structural emphasis. Great. Thanks, everybody. And to reiterate, I'm Christopher Meany. I'm a senior and I'm also civil with a building science emphasis. And thanks, everybody, for joining me. I kind of wanted to kick it off with a little discussion about what civil and environmental engineering is at USC. So does anyone kind of want to give me what they think is like a a broad definition for either of those majors? I can talk about environmental engineering because I feel like no one really knows how to explain it. And I think I'm still learning how to explain it. Uh, But I'd say overall, environmental engineering is kind of just combining math and science to tackle challenges related to just anything regarding the earth's natural resources, which usually are water, um, air, and sometimes soil, and then just kind of approaching the problems that result from negative human environmental impact. That's what I would, that's probably how I describe it overall. And similar to Ashley's point, even the definition about civil engineering is so broad that I'm still learning um, in my senior year what exactly it is. And so 
right? It really has to do with designing and maintaining like the built environment and everything the public uh, deals with on a daily basis. So this includes like sidewalks, pipelines, buildings, freeways, you name it. Um, Civil engineers kind of do it all. Yeah, definitely. I feel like similarly, at least I feel like I'm just recently trying to understand what civil is also. Same with environmental too, because I feel like they are super broad. But I noticed that they both, for the most part, deal with just structures that relate to human health and human life. And there's so many of those. And that's why I feel like they created all these different emphases within. So I kind of wanted to pivot towards those kind of different emphases or rather lack of emphases and what that means for your education as well. So why don't we maybe start it off with Tad, because I know, Tad, that you're in the general track of civil. So if you could explain a little bit about what the general track entails. And then also, I know that you maybe switched from emphases into the general track. So maybe why you did that. Of course. So right now I'm in the general track of civil, but I've also spent at least a semester in environmental and building science and and, um, and structural too. So right now I'm in general because I feel like um, since civil engineering is so broad, as Elise has um, has mentioned before, there's a lot to really learn about. There's a lot of a lot of different industries to learn about um, within civil engineering, and I think that through the general track, I'm learning a lot of different courses in civil that touch upon things like water resources, like structures, um, like design, like sustainability, environmental environmental engineering. So I feel like through by learning through general civil, I've been able to expose myself to a lot of different a lot of different industries, a lot of different, a lot of different, like different realms within, within civil as for how I can apply like my knowledge and what I want to do in my career. Because through the first couple of years, um, it's still hard to figure out like what exactly, why, why, what exactly I want to do in civil, what exactly I want to do with my, with my degree. So by taking all these classes, by taking a broad, a broad analysis of civil engineering through my four years here, I think that it's been able to um, help me to learn about what different industries I like the most, what different industries I feel like are most important or feel that I can like apply myself most into. Because that's why I feel like, uh, for at least for me, in my opinion, the general track has been this option for me so that I can see um, all the different types of civil, all the different emphases and see which ones I like the most. Yeah, great. Thank you. And then kind of on the flip side, I know that um, Elise, you're a structural emphasis. So did you come into USC as a structural emphasis or did you end up joining it after your first year? Yeah, I actually came into USC with a strong structural emphasis. I thought going in that I would like it and it, I'm glad that I have. Um, but really with the structural emphasis, it just has allowed me to take really only three additional classes compared to the general track Um that are focused in structural engineering and will prepare me for graduate school and a future career as a structural engineer. And so these classes are, you know, vital to learn, which is why these emphases exist. But overall, structural engineering just entails more design of beams and columns and the structural elements that carry load throughout the building. And so I found this a really unique experience and has been really beneficial to my to my studies. But going off of what Tad was saying, even the general track provides so much um, diversity, which my friends have been talking 
talking about all these unique classes that they've been able to take as electives throughout civil engineering that I sadly have not been able to take. So that's also sounds a really cool option as well. Great. Thank you. And is there any reason that you gravitated towards structural? Is it something that you just kind of found an interest in when you're taking some classes? Or is that like maybe an interest you had before you started college? Hey, y'all, sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of campus visit programs available to you right now. If you want to check out what campus is like, if you want to learn more about the Viterbi School of Engineering, go to viterbi.link slash visit. That's V-I-T-E-R-B-I dot link slash visit, where you can learn about our Viterbi visit experiences that happen on most Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We have some virtual events that happen on occasional weekdays and occasional Saturdays. Plus, we have some transfer virtual admission sessions where you can learn all about how to get those courses ready for transferring. We want to meet you. We will have lots of opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long but get your registration in now at viterbi.link slash visit hope to see you soon i heard that it was more orientated towards math and like unique problem solving and so going in that seemed really intriguing and i want to learn more and over these classes that i've taken it really unique to individual problems and projects that each different case when designing a certain element may require additional work and knowledge than the previous case if you designed the same element. And so I find that really intriguing and something that like I want to learn more about and do in the future. So yeah, I think going in, it was interesting just to see all the possibilities that it can apply to. Great, thank you. And then turning it over to Manny, I know that you're a construction management emphasis. Uh, Did you start as that or did you go into that during your time at USC? Actually started as a general civil, like Tad. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And I explored all the emphasis during my first year. And then I actually switched over to structural for a bit. And I realized more what structural was, and it wasn't really my cup of tea. It was calculations and designing. But I wanted to get more into something that was more, like, allowed me to see things on on the field and more, like, hands-on work. And so I gravitated more towards construction and having an internship and doing competitions for uh, like organizations on campus, I realized that I really liked construction because it, it allowed me to have more like, because construction in my opinion is more focused on like being a business, like being like, there's more business risk in construction. And that's something that's in my overall feature goals is having a business. So learning about construction, I've taken classes on contracts and law, or even in my classes, I've learned more about how a business operates. And so I think that's really important for for anyone, even civil engineers, to learn more about the business aspect of it and not just about learning about physics and how the numbers work, 
but it's also important to to see how building these elements is can work in society and how there's also like different aspects to civil engineering than just the numbers great thank you so you so you switched out of structural into construction and when did you do that did you do that during your sophomore year or your junior year I actually was structural like up to my junior year, but I took a, it's really easy to switch from structural to construction because there's so, there's only a few classes that are different. And I, I switched after I did my internship. So that's how I realized what I really wanted to do because I wasn't too sure. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, And then I guess I can touch a little bit on my emphasis also. I said that I'm a building science emphasis. And essentially what you do with building science is really focus on the civil aspects of designing and constructing a building. And it's kind of a holistic approach. It's like the construction that goes into a building and the structural engineering, and then also the architecture. And that's what's unique about it is that you also take architecture classes, studio classes, along with the structural engineering classes. And uh, I, came into USC with that emphasis because I wanted to get a little bit more creativity and design with my also very uh, mathematically and STEM related degree. So that's something I kind of switched into or came into USC with, and I haven't left it and stayed with it as well. Um, And then I guess kind of to pivot more into environmental engineering, uh, Ashley, I believe that you don't have any emphasis within environmental engineering. And I was wondering, are there even any emphases within environmental? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So technically, as of now, there's not. I would say like unofficially, there's kind of three paths or three groups of classes within environmental engineering, which is water, air, and energy. And so right now, USC, most of the environmental classes, I would say fall within the water sector. But one of the professors is working on kind of making more an air path um, and another one's working on energy. So I would say environmental engineering is growing a ton. And in the future, there might be different kind of emphasis. But as of now, it's just environmental and you get to kind of explore in all three of those areas, which is nice. Great. Super cool. And is there one of those three that you are gravitating towards the most? So Coming in to USC, I'm towards water. And then to be totally honest, I realized it's really chemistry based and I'm just not the biggest fan of chemistry. So <laughs> I absolutely love my energy classes. I love the professor. I think it's just so interesting because it's constantly changing, like the different energy sources we're using and like the whole idea of green energy. Um, but kind of like Elise was saying, I have more of a math brain. And so throughout my time, I questioned whether I should move into civil, just civil general or civil environmental. And ultimately, I stayed with environmental, I would say, because it's hard because I went back and forth a ton. Um, But I love the professors in environmental and I just really loved the topics that I was learning about, um, even though it necessarily wasn't my strength of math and science. It was a lot more science than math. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And then you also touched on there is a, a, a environmental emphasis within civil. And 
we couldn't have someone here today who was that emphasis, but I guess maybe you can kind of answer this question is what is the difference between the environmental emphasis for civil and an environmental engineering major? For sure. Um, I have a good amount of classes, I would say, with people who have a civil uh, major with environmental emphasis. I would say the major difference is once you get, I mean, like in, as an underclassman, um, from what I understand, environmental engineers take a few more of those core science classes, um, like to take two semesters of chemistry and I think an extra one of biology compared to just with an environmental emphasis. Um, and we take a lot of water classes as upperclassmen in environmental, whereas if you just have that environmental emphasis with a civil engineering major, um, you'll be taking more of those structural and less environmental classes. It's basically split with more of a focus on civil, so you can kind of like dip your toes in the water of environmental without fully committing to that, those science courses. Hey everyone, this is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says, send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there, send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now back to the episode. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and then another thing I wanted to bring up when it came to discussing emphases, and I know that Manny already kind of touched on this, but this is a question for everybody is that for people who have switched in between emphases or out of emphases, how easy is the process of doing it? And if whoever wants to answer this, could they also kind of touch upon what the process is for switching in and out of emphases? Like, for example, who do you go to to do that? Yeah, I think I can talk about this because I've done it three times already. But um, yeah, it's um, it's really not difficult at all, at least for the first half semesters generally, because <clears throat> you start to take the more specialized classes for your emphases starting in spring semester junior year. And so I've been able to do it pretty frequently the past couple of years because um, most of your classes in civil for the first two or so years uh, with the exception of building science, I think, because you, you start those architecture classes pretty early on, but you take more general classes the first couple of years. So it's, it's not a difficult process in the beginning. Um, what you just do is you talk to Geraldine, our, our advisor for civil engineering, um, just talk to her about, you know, want to change your emphasis, emphasis, and then you can just meet her and then discuss your course plan, what classes change, um, and what you, what you just have to do for class forward and it's really not difficult at all um you can, she can just make this change just like that and i haven't had to fall behind my course plan i still will graduate on time despite switching so many times so very very fortunate it's a very flexible process it's a very straightforward process and geraldine and the department makes it very easy for you to switch um switch within civil engineering switch between different emphases which i think is a great great thing too because again like me i'm sure a lot of other a lot a lot, a lot of other students also have difficulty finding what they want to do for the first couple of years they know they know they want to do civil engineering but they, they're not sure like exactly what they want to do specifically yet so making 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 it easier making it more flexible for students to switch within the different emphases to try everything out 
makes it um makes it a lot easier for us to when we so that we don't have to worry about you know falling behind or taking extra classes or having to make up make up anything so uh, it, it's a pretty easy process even though i've stayed in structural engineering throughout my time at usc without having an internship after my junior year in structural engineering i really even questioned whether or not i wanted to stay with the emphasis and so after that experience it was great to decide what I really wanted to do and confirm that structural engineering was right for me. But even though that was after my junior year, I'm sure if I wanted to switch then, only one class was different from the general track at that point. So that probably wouldn't even put me behind as well. Great. Thank you. Yeah, I think that it is what's what is great about the different tracks is that like you both touched on, it is very easy to switch between them. I would say that building science is a little bit of an exception just because because the architecture class is so unique and it's really made specifically for the building science majors. And there is only, and it has a very natural progression because you take a studio every semester from sophomore to senior year. And that does make it a little difficult to switch into building science, not so much to switch out of it. Uh, but I definitely think that's what's great about a lot of the other emphases is that they're not too different from the other uh, civil majors, that it is pretty easy to switch between them. And, and just a question to relate it more to environmental engineering for Ashley. Would you say when you said there's, you know, the air, the water, the energy, when you're choosing between those, is that something you go to your advisor to and then you let them know that so that they can tell you what classes to take next? Um, so basically it's not an official, like you don't have, um, a choice, which ones you take, you do have a choice. I would say on when you take them, like, for example, I studied abroad. So I ended up rearranging my classes and Geraldine was so nice and just basically showed me like all the different possibilities. And so in that regard, she was like, you know, you could take both of your air classes at the same time, or you can split it up between your water and air, um, just to make sure that you don't have so many classes focused on the same thing. But until you do like a grad program that you have to actually pick between water and air. And then to pivot the discussion a little bit, I kind of wanted to discuss some of the specific classes you've had to take in your different major emphases just to maybe make the differences a little more tangible to our listeners. So if everyone can kind of just maybe discuss some classes they've taken, maybe some of their favorite or least favorite classes or classes that really have stuck with them that are unique to their majors or emphases throughout. I can start us off and it's, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but I will say it's our, our building science architecture studios, uh, especially when you look at the studio I'm taking right now as a senior, because we have to not only do structural calculations, that I'm sure Elise would probably have to do with her structural classes to design a building in our studio, but we also have to do all of this 3D modeling and architecture design with it. So we really have to do both the architects and the structural engineers job in one project. And luckily it is a group project, so it's not too much of an undertaking, but that's kind of, it represents this kind of holistic education that building science is focused on with both like the design and the structure of a building. So that's like a very unique class that I've enjoyed so far taking for building science. And if anyone wants to kind of talk about theirs for their majors or emphases. Yeah, going off of that, since you mentioned structural engineering, 
The only classes that we take different are the structural design two, structural dynamics, and computational structural analysis. And with these classes, structural design two is an elective for general students as well. And because everyone has to take structural design one, most students end up just naturally taking this course. And computational structural analysis is actually a shared class between building science and structural engineers. So it's cool to have this interaction um, throughout the classroom as well. And then structural dynamics is a really fundamental class for the field. Um, And that is taken in the senior fall. And because you need a graduate before structural this class is really beneficial to get that introduction before you have to take another structural design um, dynamics class in graduate school. Yeah, I feel like what's cool is that a lot of building science and structural classes are done together. I know that we've had a lot of classes together, at least. I feel Mm -hmm. like your classes take it a little bit further in the structure than ours do. Ours are really focused on maybe more just like building structure, but you guys because I think structural also helps you um, prepare for a career, maybe an even like bridge structural engineering or more like very heavy structures that require a lot more knowledge related to those. So I feel like that's, you some take some classes are probably more advanced than us in structure. Yeah, and definitely it's really that just structural dynamics class that deals with like the heavy civil structures that some people may be interested in, like bridges and overpasses and so it's it's cool to get that exposure as an undergrad to really prepare you for the future yeah super cool uh tad what are some of i guess the classes that you have taken in your general track that probably myself and elise and maybe manny might have not really been taking because we are we have these different emphases yeah sure so um, I'm still a junior, so I, I haven't taken that many of like the the specialized classes from the different emphases on the general track. But yeah, going 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 forward, um, I take a water resources class next semester, so I get like a little bit a little bit of a a glimpse into that mm-hmm. emphases. Two of those total throughout my entire course plan. Um, I've taken structural design one, so getting glimpse of like that little like the structural track two. Um, and I started as an environmental emphasis, so I was able to take intro to environmental engineering as opposed to intro to civil engineering my freshman year. So I was able to um, get a better understanding of what environmental engineering was, was all about that class. And then there's a lot of different electives you can take as a general civil um, major. Um, you have a lot of flexibility, uh, your junior and senior year, as to what electives you can take. So you can take like more structural classes if you enjoy structural engineering and you want to learn more about it. So I'm taking like structural design too, like Elise brought up um, this next, this coming semester, because I want to learn more about structural engineering. And then um, I took a couple of studio classes being in building science. I was, to, I was able to learn more about like building design. And yeah, just overall, like, you have a lot of flexibility in your electives, in your civil engineering electives as to what you can take on the general track, but also through the course plan, you have a lot of you have a lot of um, variety too in, in what classes you take. So you take a water resources, a couple structural, 
Um, you have some construction electives you can take, some environmental electives you can take. But there really is a lot to offer in the general civil track, and you get a glimpse of pretty much everything. Great, thank you. And then Manny, what are some classes that are unique to the construction management emphasis? Because I'm sure that there's a lot of classes that are very different from the civil classes that we've had to also take. I've taken different construction classes, but I knew I know there's a few others that I didn't, I wasn't able to take. But the ones that I did take were construction, contracts, and law and construction engineering also i've taken a sustainability and design and construction class and like i said earlier these classes aren't really math based and they're more about learning how more about the construction industry and how like for example in in the construction contracts and law class i learned how the different players in construction or even the players that it takes to build a structure work together. Like for example, the owner is contracted, the owner contracts the general contractor and the general contractor contracts the subcontractors. And there's contracts between these players and how, and there's a lot of risk involved and there's so so many different important aspects and construction and between the contracts and in my classes like in my other class construction engineering class that class was more broad and it really showed and it really really taught us all the different aspects in how to prepare to build structure and how like the different methods of construction and also preparing, such as making a, a schedule to finish the structure on time. And so there's different aspects, and it's, it's really different from other emphasis, civil, and how it's not really math-based, but it's more about how, like, how really, who, who plays what role in building a structure and how we can all work together in that aspect. Yeah, thank you. That's super cool because I feel like a lot of people forget that even though it is an engineering major, the uh, building industry is just a huge business and there's a lot of contracts and business and law that goes into it as well. So I feel like the construction management gives you a peek into that and it's a, a different perspective on an engineering major, which I think is super cool. Definitely. And then last but not least, Ashley, I kind of wanted to ask you maybe what are some classes that are unique to environmental engineering that we really wouldn't get to look at as civil engineering majors? For sure. I would say it's interesting because like when you guys are talking about designing, you know, a structure like for environmental engineering, we took a water treatment design class, took it last semester and we were designing and we were doing kind of more the construction part of it. Um, not the structural part but was geared towards you know environmental engineering overall like we're always talking about water treatment or wastewater treatment and so a lot of my classes I would say like water chemistry I would say is very interesting very challenging class but in the labs we're constantly doing stuff that would happen in the real world so they teach us about you know once wastewater comes through how do you filter through it or 
if you've heard like of hard versus soft water, it's like, how do you measure the chemicals within the water to determine how hard or soft it is, or is there a contaminant in the water? So that's why environmental, like they say, is so water heavy and so chemistry heavy. But I would say I've loved those classes just because they're always applicable to the real world in a different way. You know, you're not always thinking about the water you're drinking, but these classes make you think of that or the energy classes make you think of, you know, when you pass different nuclear plants or solar kind of energy. So it's definitely been super different, I would say, than any other type of engineering, but also really interesting. Yeah, super cool. Thank you. I think it is interesting how environmental kind of slightly differs in that like it is like the same business or same like general entity of what civil engineers also do it's just a different I guess maybe like a different angle or like a different aspect of it that civil doesn't really focus on so I think it's cool how they kind of like go hand in hand sure. yeah so uh to move on to the next point I kind of wanted to discuss uh resources at USC and that can be either what's given to us by our fire department and then also just any specific clubs that are available to civil as a whole but also maybe specifically your emphasis so if anyone wants to kind of touch on different clubs or resources that they're a part of or have been a part of in the past really organizational campus or construction is CMA CMAA, which is stands for Construction Management Association of America. And it's really big on campus because we have a competition at the end of the year for construction management. And being in this organization allows anyone to anyone interested to learn more about construction and and what it really is because most because most things isn't you you don't you don't really learn it in class like the really specific like plan reading or using different software such as bluebeam and being in this you know just being involved in in cma really allows you to learn more about construction if that's something that you're interested in and going off what Manny's saying about CMAA, even as a general civil major, I still think that CMA is a really, really resourceful club for myself because of all the opportunities it provides for like meeting industry professionals, attending information sessions. Um, so you don't just have to be like a, a construction emphasis or a const- someone who wants to go into construction, be part of that club. And there's a lot of cool opportunities. Even there's a lot of different companies that they bring in, a lot of different companies that we talk to a lot that aren't just construction. There's also like structural companies that they bring in. There's like more or like more environmental companies that they bring in. So there's a lot of different opportunities that open up, um, not just for construction majors, but also for like just general civil or any other emphasis for CM um, on behalf of CMA. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was also, I'm also part of CMAA and I remember I did do that competition and that's where I actually got my first internship in construction. So it's, I definitely think that CMAA is a great opportunity to really reach out to industry professionals because it's such an established club at USC. But I know another uh, big civil club we have is ASCE. And I'm pretty sure, Lisa, you are the president of ASCE. So if you would like to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, ASCE is, it stands for the American Society of Civil Engineers. 
And it's really great because it combines different design work from each emphasis within civil and environmental engineering. And ASCE has a called PSWS, the Pacific Southwest Symposium, that allows you to demonstrate you know, your knowledge and what you've been working on for the past year. And so the different design teams within ASCE include Steelbridge, which is more focused for structural engineers. There's Concrete Canoe, which anyone can join all of these, but for Concrete Canoe, it's more focused on structural and construction engineers as well. There's geotechnical component for GeoWall and even an environmental design team. And so these teams participate in the PSWS and get to compete against different schools within like California um, in order to uh, collaborate and see which school has the best project at the end of the day. And so, yes. And ASCE is open for all emphases within civil and environmental engineering. And the time commitment depends on how invested you want to get. Great. Super cool. Thank you. And would you say that ASCE tailors its different, uh, those different clubs to the general track? Or would you say that there's some that more tailored towards like a structural track based on like maybe like concrete canoe versus steel bridge? I'd say overall, each design team is really more for the general track, just because everyone, no matter your emphases or background, is encouraged to participate in all these design teams to really just, you know, find their path within civil engineering. And so that's what's unique about ASCE is that you're able to try each team with even little background in each field. So without taking a structural class, you're able to participate on the steel bridge team and learn how to, you know, use different programs like SAP 2000 and design a bridge. And then later on in the spring semester, learn how to fabricate it um, and collaborate with your team. So it's a unique experience where you can go in with knowledge and then come out with so much learned throughout the year. Great. Thank you. Very cool. And then to turn it to Ashley, are there any uh, specific environmental clubs or organizations that USC provides? There is um, technically like a association of, oh God, I don't know the name, but it's AEES, which is basically the one that Elise was talking about, except specifically for environmental engineers. But I would say all of my friends in environmental engineering are a part of both the civil and environmental and the environmental specific, because like Elise was saying, those design teams are super helpful to kind of get a feel for which type of engineering, whether it's like within civil or civil versus environmental. Um, and so I have a lot of friends on the environmental design team because it's a great chance to kind of do hands-on work and see if environmental is really what you like. Um, but I've always loved the fact that like, even though I'm environmental engineering, I can join Steel Bridge, like Elise was saying. And I'm actually also on that 
construction um, team that you guys were talking about. It's really nice how accepting it is that if you have kind of any interest in any of them, um, you can join them being either civil or environmental. So I'd say you guys hit the two biggest ones for all of them. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, a kind of a third one, which is a smaller um, civil related club that I'm on the e-board for is uh, EERI, which is Earthquake Engineering Research Institute. And I would say the club tailors more specifically to structural and building science emphases in civil, but it can really, um, anyone in civil or environmental can join it. And essentially with the with the club, we have a, a competition called the SDC or Seismic Design Competition, where they give us a city and we have to design a high rise in that city. And we both have to like design the exterior of the building like architecturally. And also we have to do structural analysis and create a model out of wood, which then we take to the competition and they put on a shake table that simulates an earthquake. And we see if the building stands up. And it sounds a lot like um, it usually is gravitated towards for building science majors because it's, you know, you're doing both the architecture and the structure of the building, which is kind of what our emphasis is like. But a lot of the times we have structural emphases join and general track as well, because it's just a very cool project. And we have a structural emphasis as our structural captain. And it's that's a club that I kind of gravitated towards because it's similar to my emphasis. But also, I just think it's a really cool concept designing a, a high rise building. And it's a lot of work, but it's really cool because then they kind of uh, you get to fly out to whatever city the high rise is you're designing in. So, for example, this year, the building is in Salt Lake City. So the competition is being hosted there. And it's cool because it really brings uh, colleges from across not just the country, but also the world, too. They do have international colleges there. And I know that a lot of these competitions also bring colleges from across the country. And the competitions are very great experiences for both. Um, learning like practical skills that you can apply in your careers, but also to put you out there and meet um, industry professionals like info sessions and such. But yeah, that's all a perfect pivot to the next question, which is kind of discussing career and internship opportunities that it's, it can, you can kind of answer this in two ways. What are way, what are some, career internship opportunities that are specifically for your emphasis or major, but then also maybe what are some career opportunities they're looking for that are different from them that you can still um, look at and be involved in regardless. So I can kind of start it off and say that um, the cool thing about building science is that are, you can really go in so many different directions because I have people in my classes that end up going into construction because while we're learning about design and the structural engineering, they're interested in also just how the building is constructed too. And a lot of people go into construction or construction management. There are some people that do go into building structural and go into being a structural engineer. And there's some people that kind of take a middle ground, which is a very smaller, lesser known uh, field called facade engineering, which is kind of a mixture of design and structure for the exterior of the building. And uh, personally for me, I'm uh, as of now going into BIM, which is building information modeling. When I graduate from USC, which is a lot of 3D modeling and understanding the technology that goes into building construction. So it's a very 
very broad career potentials for anybody in building science. But if someone else maybe wants to touch on what career opportunities their emphasis has as well. For structural engineering, the most common path is to become a structural engineer and work in a design firm doing these structural calculations. But it is also common to go to the construction field and become a field engineer. And so I'd say really those two are the main paths. Um, but I'm planning on going into the structural engineering field and being working in a design firm as well. Yeah, I know for construction, really common to go straight to work for a general contractor after graduation. Cool. Thank you. But there's also opportunities to work for like a subcontractor or a construction consulting firm. But I know that if you, if you are interested in design and, and that's something that you would want to do, even with a construction background, it's very possible to work in design or, or working for, you know, public works or any of that of that nature yeah for general civil uh, i've already talked about this before i think but like you can really go into anything you wanted or anything you want you have interest in whether it's like water treatment transportation environmental structural like design you, all those opportunities are really readily available to you but i think chris you brought up a good point earlier when you said that um even some building science people don't stick with like design they go construction i think it shows that like even if you have an emphasis that you that you study here um, there's still a lot of opportunities in different different industries or different emphases, and you're not just defined by what your emphasis is in civil engineering. There's a lot of different opportunities, a lot of variety of what you can go into in the future. Yeah, it's also possible to get your undergrad degree in one emphasis and get your master's degree in a different emphasis. And it's just you're just gonna have more knowledge on two different. I guess industries or pathways and you can choose between either or and whatever you, the emphasis you choose in undergrad isn't isn't like you don't have to do like you could go on other different paths uh, there's a lot of flexibility in civil because it's so broad and going off of that even within structural engineering if you get an undergrad degree within and civil with an environmental emphasis, but then want to have a structural master's degree, it is possible to, like Ashley brought up earlier, design wastewater treatment plants and combine to in future work. Yeah, sure. I would say, I don't know if I'm totally correct with this, but environmental, it's uh, probably more common to continue going to school, whether it's grad school to you know either go more into water or I have a few friends actually trying to get their PhD um, just because they love research in the lab and there's a lot of research that is super down the environmental field so that's common I personally tried working in the lab and I don't think I can do that for the rest of my life um, I would say another big path is working in the water sector whether it's for the city like LADWP um, you can do more structural side 
like Lee was saying about like our treatment plan, or you can be out in the field, you know, taking those samples, making sure everything's working. I personally am just doing a total 180 um, and going into construction, which I think just clearly shows that like an engineering degree is important. And my classes definitely helped me in the environmental field, but when you, what you learn in engineers, you basically learn how to think and I can apply that kind of anywhere. So if you can talk about that, you know, in an interview with a construction company, then you really can do a lot of things outside your major after college, which I think is really exciting and kind of nice to hear. Cause I didn't know that going in. I thought I'd be super limited with environmental and you are more so than you would be if you went into civil, but environmental engineer, and I'm going to be going into construction and I haven't taken a single construction grad class. Um, so I think that's sometimes nice to hear. Yeah, I think that is super cool. I think that, like you said, it really speaks to that with as long as you're getting this engineering degree and you are part of kind of like the building industry, there's really so many different paths you can take. And I think that's what's super cool about civil and environmental is that as as small as it seems, because we are a pretty small major at USC, I'm pretty sure that, correct me if I'm wrong, but environmental has maybe like what like 10 to 15 people a year um in that general range and then civil usually has maybe like 30 uh to 40 maybe 50 max a year and so they're both very small compared to other engineerings at usc so they were a lot more specialized but i feel like there is still so much that you could do because they're both they're actually very broad industries for people to get into so i think that's cool that that you're doing a 180 and that if you found a passion in something else, then it's, it's great to just go for it and that you have that opportunity. And also uh, I just want to say something really quick. I know like for even in construction, like anyone, like anyone with a civil, any kind of civil degree with any emphasis or even environmental as she's going into construction, people, like in the industry really like that and want more diversity, like want people with different backgrounds because it brings something new to the table. And like, I know not everyone wants the emphasis in construction. And so, but anyone with a different emphasis is still has a possibility to work in construction and, and that's desired in the industry and something that, you know, there's more opportunity for you guys as well. Yeah, I agree. I think that they, it just, with the degree, I feel like you really are just saying that you are an intelligent person who survived an engineering major in college and that they, they like that you bring that to the table. So I totally agree. But yes, with that thought, I think that those are all the questions and I think that we're out of time. So I just want to say thank you so much, everybody, for joining me to have this discussion about civil engineering and for and environmental engineering and for kind of letting everybody know about the different opportunities everybody has within and the different kind of classes and the resources USC provides and all of the career opportunities. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. back i know at the beginning we kind of touched on like 
not knowing like some people are super set on what they're going to study and some people are like more fluid with their choices I was wondering what your path was Chris were you like set on civil from a young age or how did you get into it for, as a, as a wee little lad, as a wee as, a, as a, from a young age, <laughs> from a four year old four year old yeah. Chris, I'm thinking specifically of like Nick, who's another yeah. BSA because he like knew he wanted to be a mechanical engineer at like age yeah. four. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I know that he kind of thought about. He always had a passion for roller coasters, right? And I feel like that kind of yeah. turned into mechanical mm-hmm. engineering, which is very cool. Um, I would say that I also for. Interesting enough, for a while, I thought I was going to maybe do computer science and video game design when I was uh, when I was younger. But then I kind of grew a passion for actually uh, from like art history in high school for like buildings and architecture. But I always had more kind of a math and science related curriculum and more like aptitude for that. So I was when I did some research, I found that civil engineering is kind of like the engineering equivalent of architecture in some respects. And then mm-hmm. I found the building science program at USC. Uh, and I liked the idea that it was kind of engineering mixed with a little bit of architecture in it. So I could get both like the engineering and the creative side in it. So I like I found that program to be very like perfect for me. So I actually came into USC and join that emphasis and I've stayed with it still as a senior now. So I'm one of the people that found it and liked it and stuck with it. And even though maybe at some points in the middle, I was like, oh, is this exactly what I want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of wavered a little bit. I, I feel like everybody has those little uh, doubt moments, mm-hmm. but I decided to stick with it and I'm glad that I did. That's something that's really interesting. You know, the, you, you, you brought this up and I think we should highlight it. Um, no one is ever going to like with 100% enthusiasm, everything that they're doing all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you all feel pressure coming out of high school that that was actually your goal? I mean, I feel like for me, like, I feel for me, like, part of me thinks like, because I have the plan of medical school in the future, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I don't enjoy every single moment of my medical classes, then I am not meant to be a doctor or something like that. But I've realized that just yeah sometimes like the enjoyment in the class comes down to like have I heard the information before am I like kind of tired today and it would kind of just depend on like the subject um and I feel like it's about the overall trend and like having like an overall feeling of like being excited about what you're learning and maybe like some classes aren't quite as interesting as the others but those like make you help you understand the more interesting classes exactly I think that I would totally agree with Emily that you there's some particular classes that because you are we are getting a holistic degree in our major and education you're going to be taking classes that aren't exactly what you're interested in within it and those classes as much as maybe you you might not be passionate for them they are important for you to understand if you want to understand the engineering field that you're getting into so that's like 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 I said I totally agree that there's sometimes I kind of was like oh I'm not really feeling this class or I don't really mm-hmm. want to do this but then I was like okay but overall yeah. I want this education and be- for that reason I was able to power through I mean other than telling high school students you know relax you're not supposed to enjoy every minute of every day um how can we help them understand because this is something is a journey you're all <laughs> going through now because I just sound like an old man where I'm like <laughs> look suck it up guys you just got to get through some stuff you know um you know I, I often share stories about like you know, every one of my day, like I get questions a lot about oh, how did you know you, what you wanted to do? You know, how did you know you wanted to do this? I'm like, I didn't, I had no idea. And like, you know, things just kind of happen. And 
oh, oh my God, isn't it the best thing ever what you do? Like some people ask me that. I'm like, no, it's not. Like there's, there's parts that I really don't like, um, but there's parts that I love. And the whole point is that in the long view, it is uh, the wins uh, out, outweigh the losses in, in some stretch. And, and if it were to start to, to change it all, then, you know, that's where I would start to make changes. But you, you have to kind of keep track of these things day by day. It's, it's almost like, maybe it's almost like looking at the stock market, right? This idea of like, if you, if you, if you live and die by the hour or by the day, you're wow, in the that's wrong, like so timely, the wrong world. My dad is helping me get into investing now. So I have the right mindset now. Isn't it crazy? I mean, when you start to throw some money in, you're like, okay, let's see what happens. Oh my God. I'm, I'm up $10. I'm up, I'm up, you know, what? Yeah, I'm, oh my God, I'm down. Scary. Oh my God. What I, I gotta I get out like of here. I'm a very, like, as an engineer, I'm very like math minded. Like I like perfect answers things being like, like I love in math, there's one mm. answer and you either mm-hmm. got it or you don't. Um, and I think like the gray area and like the uncertainty of the stock market's definitely like an interesting place to be. But that, that was, that was like my analogy, but this idea of like high school students, like uh, what do they need to hear? Like what, 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 what is something that they need to hear that maybe you would have wanted to hear in their, in their time period? Like it, what they're going through now, like they're, let's say they're seniors, they just applied or they're, they're uh, maybe they're juniors and they're, they're coming up right now and they're thinking about applying and they've got all that, you know, they're, they're highly successful students and they're, they're really focused on doing well. And so a lot of that kind of builds into this idea of mm-hmm. like having the right answer to, to borrow your, your, I feel your analogy like there. Emily. One thing that has always been hard for me is like big projects that I'm just not looking forward to that I know that I probably won't enjoy most of it. Um, but no needs to get done, especially writing. Like I'm a math minded yeah. person. Writing is, comes really difficult to me. Um, and I think like breaking it into smaller chunks. I mean, I think everyone says this, but that really does help. Like even just like writing the intro paragraph or creating an outline or something like that, it probably would take like 30 minutes, but it'll, if you did that, like every day, it'd be so much better than just like doing it all at once. And also I would recommend, obviously you can't do this with a paper, but sometimes with the assignments that are kind of tedious, not really looking that like forward to i do them with friends um at the same time we work like concurrently and like we compare answers as we go um that's a lot more fun because like i'm with all my bme friends and we get to hang out and get the homework done which is good i totally agree and i would also say i mean we already pitched this anyway with uh um the engineering department of Viteri, but i feel like mm-hmm. finding hobbies um aside from also being an engineer is so important because as much as it is our our career path and our passion, it's important It's to have other hobbies. And I feel like that's a, a great way to kind of alleviate some of the stress that comes with being an engineering major. Like recently, I've been picking up snowboarding with friends and I've been doing that the last year. Yeah. And I've really enjoyed kind of learning cool. something that's a little it's different than what I'm learning in my classes. And I feel like it's a great way to have activities to do outside of um, a lot of my activities, which are engineering and Viterbi related. That's a, that's a really good point. I think that's, that's probably the thing we should probably end on here today is that when, when someone's trying to figure out their major, what they want to do in college, you're not deciding what your life is. You're just deciding kind of like what a, an area of focus is that may end up becoming may. And I use the word may really strongly here may end up becoming somewhat of a, a job or maybe a career for somebody. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, if someone is defining their life by their career, this is not necessarily the best way to go about your life. You know, like your life is made up of so much more than that. Granted, you know, people should enjoy what they do or should, I think that's the issue is that are you supposed to enjoy what do you do or do you receive fulfillment for what you do? And I think those are, those are two very different things. So 
with that, you know, for high school students and juniors that are out there, bottom line is take a little bit of pressure off yourself. Uh, this isn't like choosing some sort of uh, end point mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> define definition of your life. It's not like you're checking a box and therefore never unchecking that box in the, in the world again. It is, mm -hmm. it is an exploration. Uh, and as you can tell by, by the conversation that was just had, students change their mind as they go. And some people go in, in and out of these different majors and, and it, it happens. And, and, you know, spoiler alert to life, even though we have the degree, it doesn't mean you're locked in on something either. People change careers, people change trajectories in their life quite commonly. Mm -hmm. and the good news is, is that as you've gone through this curriculum and engineering undergraduate degrees are quite malleable and students that can do lots of different things with them. And so let's, let's not worry too much here uh, and, and recognize that what you're really doing is you're training for the opportunities to use that expertise mm -hmm. down the road. Um, you know, and, and, and what you do with that is, is, is uh, ha has a lot of potential. There's a lot of cool things you can do with it. So. Anyway, with that, is there anything else you guys want to chat about before we wrap this up? I guess like what you just said reminds me of something my dad used to tell me when I was looking into the college application process. Um, I was really unsure what I wanted to do. I was like, I like math. I like science. I don't know. And my dad was like, well, if you study engineering, you don't have to be an engineer, but being studying engineering, if I see that on someone's resume, I'm like, that person knows how to think. That person can probably like, like you said, like be malleable, fit into other roles. So I think that's a good place yeah. to come into engineering too. Like you can study civil because you think that's interesting to you and you always could like end up being like in marketing or something else. Like you, you're a flexible yeah. person. You learn how to think in college. I think that's important. Totally. Well, on that note, on that agreement, Chris, uh, we'll, we'll wrap that up uh, and uh, let you have the final word there. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and we will see you next time with our next episode of The Voice. Bye.